welcome to New Consciousness Review. I'm Miriam Knight, and our guest today is James Olson, the author of The Whole Brain Path to Peace, The Role of Left and Right Brain Dominance in the Polarization and Reunification of America. Welcome to New Consciousness Review, James. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. James, I have to ask, what inspired you to write this book? I have always, well, I learned a long time ago that the most important thing that we can learn is to learn about ourselves. And one weekend, several years ago, I went to a workshop hosted by a professor uh, from the University of Texas, uh, a neuroscientist, and he mapped the brains of the people in the, the group. And um, I was fascinated by that. And I, I found out that I was a very left-brain dominant person. Um, and I knew that the brain is one of the most important organs that we have. And, and this really set me off to try to understand more about uh, my own brain and, and the brains of other people. And so th this essentially got me on the track to uh, focus the book that I was already writing on uh, on the brain, on the, the difference between the way the two hemispheres view and process reality. Now that's very interesting. Um, now you started out as a farmer. You were a church deacon. You were uh, you studied engineering and business, um, and yet you were writing a book. So what was the book originally about before you started focusing on brain dominance? It was about the, the process of searching for truth, about the, how, we, how we go about it, and, and a few of the tips that, that I had uh, encountered. So you've done a lot of traveling in your life. You, you've, you've lived a lot of places. What were you looking for, James? I, I probably didn't know. I was just just exploring our world. I was looking for adventure, uh, looking to learn. Um, I went to the University of Vienna, and I just I studied uh, art and history and metaphysics, and I was just curious. I I, I even though I am uh, left brain dominant. I have a strong, I found out in, in this brain mapping process that I have a very strong right brain. It's uh, the, the, the cortex. The, this brain mapping uh, mapped a four-brain model. We have uh, two thinking brains, uh, the, the neocortex and, and the mammalian, and, and, the, and it's split into two halves, so that is essentially gives us uh, four thinking brains. And um, that's, I guess, that answers it, I hope. Well, you talk a lot about the difference between the left brain and the right brain. So um, I think most people have, have heard the, the, the uh, expression, uh, he's left-brained or right-brain dominant. Explain briefly for us the difference between the the processing of the two halves of the brain. Well, first of all, they are complementary. Uh, 
they, they, they specialize in that, so they're, they're each completely different. Uh, the left brain is polar, and the r right brain is non-polar or holistic. Um, this is also, you can also say the left brain is dualistic and the right brain is holistic. Uh, the left brain processes information sequentially, linearly. Uh, the right brain processes information sequentially. Uh, the left brain looks at the individual and the parts. The right brain looks at the whole and the collectives. Mm -hmm. uh, the left brain is separative. It, 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 we've long, long known that it's analytical. And what analysis does is uh, break things apart, which is it separates the, the various parts uh, so they can be uh, studied. And the right brain is unifying. Um, the left brain is uh, a time-oriented brain. The right brain uh, lives in the now. The left brain is the ego brain. Uh, the right brain is the God brain. So, so how does understanding the difference between the, the two processes um, help us understand areas of human interaction, like, you know, man, woman, uh, politics, religion? The, well, the, the, if you look at, at politics, for example, uh, what we see is, uh, I think we all know that that our politicians are very primarily interested in keeping their jobs. They, they make decisions based on what is the most popular thing, what, what is, will keep them in office. Um, and we also see that they fight a lot, and that's, that's characteristic of the left brain. The, the left brain is the, uh, the individual brain. It takes care of us as individuals, and uh, it does whatever it, it needs to do to, to try to ensure our security. So if you're a politician, your security is to stay in office. Mm -hmm. And um, if politicians were, were right-brained, they would be thinking, what is best for the country? And, um, or maybe what is best for the state, but really, holistically, um, what is most important is what is important for the country, uh, even more important than what's important for their own state. Um, so would so, you say that a right-brained politician is an oxymoron? Uh, pretty much so. You, you need to be... The system is set up by left-brained males based on left-brained perception and it's a system that is competitive and, and aggressive, and it's it's really difficult for a holistic person to get into office uh, without fighting and being uh, in it, really behaving like a male. And they have to to keep up that sort of behavior to stay in office. Um, you know, this, this is kind of on a continuum. We're talking about two extremes here, and often the people are extremes. Our politics is pretty extreme, but there are also um, males who are not so extreme, and there are females who are, are, who are more 
more or less holistic. But again, they the system kind of demands that they and and and, and women, of course, have a left brain, and their own left brain uh, tells them you need to do this in order to keep your your office. So it's very difficult for a uh, holistic person to get into office and to stay in office. Well, it sounds like there's a kind of antagonism between the needs of society um, and the uh, survival instincts of the politician. How do we overcome that? How do we bridge it, do you think? I think the the way we bridge it is to bridge our two brains because the, the brain is where everything starts. It's where our behavior starts. It's where our, our uh, beliefs start. Uh, it's where our, it, at least, at least it, it provides the information upon which we uh, choose our beliefs. And we need to bring the, the right brain into, into the mix. Uh, our, Kind of going back on what I what I said, uh, men men are left brain dominant, and because men have been the uh, power brokers in our society because they're physically dominant, they have set all set up all their institutions, all of the institutions, even the educational institutions, based on how they see reality, which is uh, that's pretty natural. They they're just doing, in, in a sense, they're doing the best they can with what they have, but. It's really not enough. We need to bring the the right brain in, and and men uh, tend not to understand the right brain. Um, certainly, women understand men better than men understand women, because women are educated in a, in a sense to to think like men, uh, just because the educational systems are set up that way, and, and culture operates that way. So. Uh, we really need to shift the, the cultural brain more to the right and, and incorporate the context and have more respect for, for the, whole of the, the whole of the country, uh, the whole of the economic system. I mean, our economic system is another example where uh, left-brain men are in control and they're doing what is best for them and, and by extension, their families. And they're they're not interested in what's best for the educational uh, for for the financial system, or for the country's financials finances. They're interested in their own finances. So, do you think a woman would do a better job? Well, at least if if she uh, had the insight and courage to use uh, right brain uh, perception. But, but, of course, there are always details. Uh, you can't just use the right brain. Uh, again, it's a, we need the whole brain, which means using the right brain and the left brain uh, in harmony, e- using the strengths of the left brain and the strengths of the right brain and, and bringing them together. So is this just a matter of where you place your attention? Are there any tricks on how to do it? Any tips you could give us? I think that the way you approach the, uh, this problem is to understand the two perspectives. Now, there are people that have 
devise techniques to get one into one's left brain or right brain. However, if you're in your right, if you, if you manage to get in your right brain and you start asking left brain questions, the left brain is going to answer because it's designed to answer. That's its function. So my suggestion is to understand how the two brains work, what, what their specialties are, and, and how they see things, uh, which, which I explain in my book. And once you, you do that, you, you choose the proper perspective. Uh, for example, politicians need to be more focused on the, the, uh, the context, which is the, the specialty of the right brain. And they just need to be more interested in, in helping the greater whole and less interested in helping themselves. Uh, it's, it's kind of, they have to kind of battle with their own selfish left brain desires. Mm-hmm. There, there is no, I, I have no easy solution, unfortunately. But uh, if enough people understand what's going on, we are going to change this. We are moving in that direction. I know a lot of people that are working on this and trying to, to bring the uh, holistic uh, perspective, the holistic perception uh, to our culture. Well, yes, the, the, the subtitle of your book is that uh, you think that, that it could lead to the reunification of America. Um, if we were to make an effort on, on both sides of the political spectrum to view um, a situation from the perspective of the other side, um, is it really that simple of just putting yourself into the other person's shoes? Well, again, you have to have the courage to perhaps give up some of your own benefits for the for the greater good of the country. Uh, when our founders set up this country, they they suppressed their own selfish interests in order to try to set up a system that would benefit the country. And we need more people that are willing to put the country's interests ahead of their own. Uh, so it's, it's simple in one way and, and it's not simple in another. And actually, I don't think that our politicians uh, are going to, to change the political system. I think they're, they're not interested uh, in that or, or they're too busy or they don't know what they need to do. And I think that it's going to take a grassroots uprising uh, to perhaps, and, and I see, I see, a, I envision a process in which grassroots movement gets together as a result of the internet and somehow makes demands on these people or on politicians that that they reform and I think we need to reform the system ourselves and, and give it to them as a package. We need to go outside 
perhaps with with uh, business leaders uh, that are are more selfless and perhaps retired politicians that understand the system and are uh, and are no longer a slave to the system and uh, somehow we need to re reform the system because it's really the system the system is the holistic mechanism uh, that governs our country and we can send good people into the system and the system just eats them up mm. they, they can't change one person can't change the system two people can't change the system and even a dozen people or, or 20 people can't change the system if the uh, the leadership uh, in the in the uh, in our government is unwilling to change well, that's a real clarion call, a call to action, James, and I, I think it is probably the most important thing that we need to do as a society is, is to come together to take back our power and to demand um, of ourselves, first of all, that we adopt the left and right brain um, integrated world view the, the the view of the whole um, alongside the necessity of survival so um, all I can say is well well done James well done for bringing this uh, out into the open and I hope that your message will fall on fertile ground so um, we're, we, we've been talking with James Olson, the author of The Whole Brain Path to Peace. Uh, James, what is your website? It's thewholebrainpath.com. Whole Brain Path. The Whole Brain Path? Yes. Okay. Thewholebrainpath.com. The yes. Great. Is there a final message you want to leave with us, James? Is there, did you say a final message? Mm -hmm. Final uh, thoughts, yes. Um, we're, we're getting there. Uh, but it's, I think it's going to be a messy process. Uh, the, the systems have to break down, it appears, uh, in order for people to, to uh, demand that the system be repaired and... I, I it, it's 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 not an easy process, but uh, we are getting there. We all, all these we all know that that we've all had bad things happen in our lives, and and then after it was all over, realized that it changed us in positive ways, and that that a lot of good came out of the bad. And I think we are in a sort of a cultural situation uh, that mirrors this individual situation in which we have to go through some difficult processes, but it's going to come out better. And the only thing we can do as individuals is integrate our own brains uh, and find peace within our own brain. Uh, the two the two halves of the brain uh, can be in conflict. They're not supposed to be, but because of uh, 
cultural programming and beliefs that we have acquired uh, from our culture, we can develop conflicts within our own brain. And the way this usually works is it's the left brain that is tends to be responsible for conflict. And we need to understand how it works. We need to respect it. Um, and, and I want to say that the, the left brain uh, does what it's designed to do. Uh, it, it needs to be this way, but it doesn't need to be dominant. It doesn't need to be running the show. Uh, the holistic right brain that sees the context is the brain that needs to be running our show uh, and using the, the skills and techniques of the left brain to promote the right brain goals. And for us to do that, we need to understand what the right brain goals are. We need to understand how the right brain works and what it sees, how that affects our perception. And, and I cover all of this because I set out the book, I set out to write the book uh, to promote the holistic perspective, to educate people uh, about the holistic perspective. So uh, that's, that's my advice. Well, that I really commend the book to all of our listeners it gives you a wonderful overview of how the left and right brain dichotomy actually has played out in so many areas of our society, from, from the war on drugs to uh, the polarization of the media, the polarization of politics. It's a very instructive book, and I want to thank you very much, James, for I know what it takes for an author to put his life on the line and get one of these books out there. So kudos to you. So we've been talking to James Olson, a man of the earth, a man of the church, a man of spirit. Thank you very much, James. Goodbye. Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.